0: All things are possible. Nothing is impossible. So all things are possible when you believe. It's about having trust and faith belief that you can do whatever it is that you want to do, that you desire to do, that is written for you to do, for your destiny. So for me, it's about finding your destiny. Everything is possible when you believe. All right. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. We are here with Genevieve
1: Arthi, and her website is Jen Online. That is G-E-N-A-R-T-H-Y-O-N-L-I-N-E dot com. And Genevieve knows that miracles are possible, and she is all about grief, letting go, gratitude, and finding the miracles. She is a co-author with Pat Masidi in the book Ready, Aim, Succeed. And she is going to tell us what we need to know about getting our head on straight, living our best life, and just being happy, fulfilled, productive, and everything that goes along with that. So, Jen, glad to be talking to you.
0: And hey Robert. How are you? Lovely I, to you. Am... Thank you.
1: Yes, and thank you for showing up. And so, if someone says, I've never heard of Jen Arthi, what is she all about? What's the 60-second elevator pitch? Who are, what do you do, and how do you stand out?
0: My name is Jen Arthi, and I'm a prophetic artist. I create I uh, help people to create peace and calmness in their lives through the gift of art. And
1: I've seen this, I've heard about, I don't know what they call like a sip and paint or something where you get together and paint like the hills and the sun and you hear about the sort of art therapy, doodling and letting your mind slow down, relax, seeing what visualizes. And so what happens? What is the process like with you if someone says, Teach me your method, your technique. What kind of art are we talking? Are we talking watercolors, pencil? What's the art drawing process? And what do you teach people?
0: Oh, that's a really great question, Robert. What I love about what I do is that it's all freeform. We paint in acrylic paint. It's non-toxic. It's safe for people. It's safe for the environment. And when people ask me, show me what you do, I'll just say to them, what is it that you want? And so people, and people often say, I can't paint, can paint, they just don't know that they can. So I believe that what I'm here for is to be able to teach people how to, or to encourage, not teach, to encourage them to be able to step into their own power so that when they... Get into the creative process through 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 just being able to let go, they can then allow their own emotional being to be exposed in a safe environment so that they can actually allow themselves to grieve if that's what they need to grieve if that's what they need to do, or to just to have peace and calmness if that's what they need, or to be able to learn a new skill if that's what they need. It's about being able to just be able to tap into your ink, and most of us get too busy in this world to be able to take time just for us. And I've found on my journey, I've been on the long time. I found that we get so busy in the throes of life that we actually don't get into taking care of us because we can't take care of anyone else if if our glass is not overflowing, if we're not filled up. And to be able to be filled up, you need to take care of you. And that's take care of your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, so that you can actually be the best version of you so that then you can make a difference in someone else's life.
1: I love it. That is a scary place to be without even realizing it. If you are stuck in that day-to-day and you are not processing, you're not dealing with the grief, you're at the same level of stress you were at yesterday. So I can definitely relate to that need to express yourself, to relax, unwinds, And of not really me personally, I'm the kind of person where I'm not even sure I have a hobby. You hear about people where they have they the dads, they work in the garage, they do the woodworking, and they can kind of shut off the brain and then do something, have the fun activity and then recharge their batteries and then come back and relax without resorting to alcohol, TV, like drugs or anything like that, where like doing it in a healthy way. So I can see the need to get like the refreshing done and the mental processing and kind of let your subconscious do its thing do its thing and but do you have any sort of resistance or any kind of naysayers someone's coming to you the first to, the first time and they're saying i haven't done this sort of artistic effort i'm not really i don't really believe in it i'm not sure if it's a real thing what would you say to someone like that if they're just hearing about your technique for the first time what's the overcoming the objection to, to getting someone to open up to it and to just do it
0: I'll ask them why they came in the first place. Because they came to me for a reason. And if they come and then they've got objections and stuff like that, it's because they're fearful. They have fear in their life. I'll ask them, okay, so what is it that you're fearful of? What is it? Are you fearful of success? Are you fearful of being happy? Are you fearful of being a great mum? Are you fearful of what it is in your life? And then all of a sudden people will start to break down some barriers and I'll say, oh yeah, I didn't realize that. And I said, okay. I said, so... So what we do is we, it's about being able to just tap in. It doesn't matter. Art is in the eye of the beholder. So you don't have to be a Picasso. A lot of people don't like Picasso. But he was very famous and he was very good. A lot of people didn't like Michelangelo, but he was very famous and very good. It doesn't matter what the end result is. The result, that what matters is the process that we go through to get to the end result. And whatever you make is a- absolutely, totally fine. I've got a technique where I teach people how to paint without brush. And that's really scary. People say, oh my God, how can you paint without a brush? But you can. We've been given God-given hands that are amazing and they're creative and you can do the most extraordinary things with them. So when you tap into your mind and your heart and your physical hands, you can create anything if you want to. And so I've got this beautiful process where you put on some gorgeous music It's relaxing, it's calming. People get into, we do a guided meditation or a breathing exercise actually. And we teach, it just calms people down so that they can get into the right space. Park their family stuff, their financial stuff, any of their stress outside the door before they come in. And then they then are free then to be able to enjoy the process. And we even, I even do stuff where, where people are blindfolded. You know, so they don't have their sight to be able to help themselves and they have their hands, but they have their heart and they have their mind to be able to, and the music and the environment, the safe environment to be able to start to create. And it's amazing what comes out. Honestly, it's amazing. It allows people to grieve. And I think that's probably why it was given to me in the first place. I lost one of my kids. It'll be seven years ago next week, actually. And I got dreams and downloads and I got these beautiful visions that I had to paint. And I thought, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? And I started the process and it was just beautiful because it actually took me through the grieving process. And in the meantime, the stories that I got with it, because we talk and we tell stories as we go along, it will actually allow people to heal. And most people don't allow themselves to go there. And it doesn't matter. Mine was the loss of a child. It could be someone losing their fortune. It could be someone losing their job. It could be a marriage breakup. It could be anything. It doesn't matter what the trauma, the stress, the life event is. It's relevant. And so it's about being able to help people to actually, okay, just allow it to be. And it's okay if I cry. It's okay if I let it out. So it's a process of letting going of letting go of what it is that's keeping you stuck exactly where you are and we don't even know it. yeah so it's a beautiful process and i love it and i love that people ring me up and they say oh my goodness i am amazed i feel a little bit freer when can i do another session so yeah so we do things online i do them in person one-to-one we do them in groups to that's right for those people i will do it. yeah it's very cool
1: this sounds amazing and a lot of people pay lip service to that idea of oh just let go just let it roll off your back and it's so much easier said than done and it's Uh, absolutely and it's almost like you have to outsmart your own brain and put it to use for something else and a lot of it's making sense of what you're talking about of having like kind of the the togetherness the community of just letting your guard down and you're even saying about talking a little bit as you're doing the artwork So that way you're not just there in a support group where you're maybe like forcing it or ignoring it. And it sounds really cool. And you've mentioned just some uh, various uses for it, like dealing with grief, dealing with loss, and a few people who have had some really amazing results. And does any one particular person come to mind as far as do you have a cool story of someone who came to you with like specific baggage and like maybe went through a journey and came out on the other side, feeling a lot better, a lot improved. Does anything come to mind as far as just like someone who really went deep with your process
0: and saw some results? Really interesting that you should say that because I run an eco-friendly support service business, right? Art is part of that. So I work with all ages, all demographics, all that sort of stuff. But I have this beautiful 94-year-old woman And she's had a big life, a huge life. She's got all the faculties. She's gorgeous. She's near high tall grasshopper, but she's had lots of stuff happen in the world and she's seen lots of things. So she hasn't had a cushy life by any means, right? So I started going and supporting her with some other stuff, some support care that she needed. And she said to me about, she always wanted to, when she knew that I was an artist, she said, I always wanted to do that, but I never ever had the time or the money or anything like that. And I said really interesting yeah. And I said, well, would you like to try? And she said, oh, I'm too old. I'm 94. I can't do it now. And I said, really? I said, you're never too old. And she said, really? And I said, yep. So I said, how about I come and we spend some time? So we did. And it was absolutely the most beautiful process that I've ever been through. She was this beautiful old woman who had these incredible stories to tell, which I loved. And she was able to talk about her husband, who she absolutely loved dearly. And she'd be, she's been our own now a long time. She talked about her family, who had forgotten her at Christmas. She had lots of things that happened. (laughs) And in between time, We had a canvas up and we had, I had some beautiful music going that I have going. And, and as we were talking, I was helping her to, to actually discover what painting was like. And she painted these pictures. And honestly, we, we did it for, we do it once a month now. And because she's getting a little bit more frailer, and, but she just said to me, she said, oh my goodness, I didn't know I could find joy at this time of my life. I thought I was done. That was really amazing for me. I think that at her age, me doing something really simple with her was enough for her to be able to say, oh my goodness, I found joy at 94. Yeah, so that's pretty cool.
1: I agree. At age 94, you'd imagine you'd be setting your ways, nothing left to to learn or do or change, yep. but, but it, that goes to show your point there of it's not too late to change your mindset and change that trajectory. And so seeing you tearing up, I didn't mean to do that, but hearing about just all of your stories the people, I can tell that you're like a very kind and caring person. And how do the rest of us like really tap into that? Because I think of myself as like a fairly nice person, but sometimes I, I can have my mean days or sometimes you see people who are just dealing with the anger. So. Do you have any secrets that we can all learn from as far as upping our game, as far as being a people person or like caring more or just what do you think that you have figured out that the rest of us haven't as far as just like being so friendly and being such a people person? What are your secrets?
0: I have a very strong faith. I have a really strong faith. I believe that God's an integral part of my life. He is the most important part of my life. So He's looked after me through all the, the dark times in my world. And I know that a lot of people give up in those times. But what I've found is that I, because I have such a strong faith, I know I'm going to be okay. I know that I know that whatever you're going through, is a season. It's just a season. It's uh, it, this too shall pass, in which it does. And, and I think probably the biggest thing for me is to get out of my own way. You know, that it's not actually all about me. It's actually about what you can do for someone else. And if you're feeling really crappy and if you're feeling really bad and you're down, the most, the best thing for me is to go and help someone else. So if I can go and help someone and make someone else feel good, that then helps me yes. in a long time. I've been very fortunate in my life to have had amazing miracles that have come my way, that God has blessed me with, that have got me through some of the darkest times in my world. And I know that as things come to me, they come for a reason. It's not to destroy me. It's not to take me out. It's for me to be able to learn a lesson. It's for me to be able to take something from it. Even in the darkness of it, there'll be some amazing light that I will get from it. And so if I look at that, instead of concentrating on that that might be there, and I've had some amazingly dark stuff happen to me, I know that I will come through and I'll come through a better person and one of those biggest things is always thinking about what can I do for someone else.
1: That's very excellent advice and I can relate to that quite a bit. It's the go-to I think of as far as the metaphor is if I see my house as a mess, I look at it and I say, oh I can't possibly clean this mess up but then if I see someone else's house that's full of clutter, I'm thinking, Oh, I can fix up fix up that corner and take out that garbage. It's a lot more motivating to help someone else out. And then I and then in the process, you think, oh, now I've been useful and now I've contributed to maybe more of the greater good. And then in part of the process, I feel better. And it's also reassuring that you're saying, like, so if you're feeling the negativity, if you if just you've had all the bad things happen to you when you're down in the dumps, then there is a lesson, but you might not recognize the lesson until later but just knowing that there was a lesson somewhere in there waiting to in be uncovered is good and that maybe you need to even take a counterintuitive action like they say if you're sad and depressed you're tempted to go and turn all the lights off and close all the window shades but you should in fact turn on more lights and open up more window shades even though yeah. you don't feel good because you don't want to sink even deeper and even if you don't feel like doing something good for yourself look into what you can do good for others. And so you've stumbled across an amazing method of getting this gratitude back and getting the stress removed and figuring out the letting go. And so what is this evolving into? Do you have any future exciting plans to further your cause? Or what do you have on the horizon planner for the future in the next six to 12 months?
0: I'd like to, I'm in the middle of setting up my websites in the process. So it's not 100% finished, but it will be. I would like to be able to connect people all around the world. That's what my aim would be, to be able to run workshops, run sessions all around the world where people can get connected of all races, all creed, all demographics and share and be able to connect energetically because we're energetic beings we're on this planet who you and I are across the world but we're connecting and I love that I love the fact that people do not have to feel like they're on this planet even though we there's billions of people but they don't have to be alone. even amidst their own trauma they can actually be a light for someone else and it's being able to bring people together to be able to do that you know in a form that is not going to be threatening for them. If I want to connect with someone around the world, I get on a Zoom call. I get on a a, a connection through the waves because we're all connected, but we need to be able to have a platform to be able to do that. If I could connect people around the world and they build friendships and they are able maybe get some healing done, maybe feel like they're not alone, maybe find some joy in their life and to know that sometimes life happens and it is crappy and it's not good But do you know what? There's still joy in the middle of that. You can still find the light at the edge of the storm. And I painted a picture back in December and it was when I was going through a really hard time. And I prayed and said, God, you got to help me here. Can't do this. Give me, I'm asking you to get me through this. And I knew that I was going to get through it and I knew that he was going to look after me. And the black dog lifted and I started to paint. And I painted this picture called The Light at the Edge of the Storm. And it's beautiful and it's free form. And people look at it and they say, oh my goodness. And it happened just like that. It was not, it's not a technically perfect picture or anything like that, but it's an emotional picture and it touches people. And that was because I got touched. I prayed. God gave me a miracle. He brought me through it and he was, he got me to paint. And so for painting for me is this beautiful release, this beautiful joy component that's been given to me. And I really believe that I'm supposed to be able to help people find that joy in their life. And this is a way that they can do it, which is inexpensive, which is they do it in their own time. They do it in their own way and they will be able to find what it is that will give them some joy.
1: I love it. And you're saying that, first of all, one one thing that you said that I liked a lot is that if things aren't going very well right now, it's just a season. It's like the weather. It will pass and it won't be this way forever, you also gave us that excellent reminder that you're not alone, and you don't have to go it alone, especially in this day and age of everyone being connected. Remember back in the day when you needed to get someone's phone number, and if you didn't have their phone number, they were just unreachable for many. Yeah. Years. Nowadays, you can look online, go on Facebook, meet them on Zoom, and a few clicks, you can pretty much track down any long-lost friend that you need to, and there's so many different sort of groups, organizations. And when you get that website, genartyonline.com up and running very soon, what will be up there?
0: And when someone goes there to find out more about you, what will they find? Okay. So they'll find a little bit about me and they will be able to clock into shops that I do. There'll be webinars that they'll be able to watch and to walk them through some processes of... What they can, they can, if they want to join some classes, they can, if they want to join a retreat, they can. I plan on doing retreats down the track when the need arises, but they can go there and the, the webinars that, are, that will be on there will be educational for them. It will be able to help link them. And then they will be able to then make decisions about what it is that they want by going there. They can connect with me. We can do one-on-one sessions. We can do group sessions. We can do pretty that's right for them. It's, it'll be a great little platform for them to go to. And you know they can clock in and do different steps along the way that they want to do. They can do as little or as much as they want. They don't have to do anything. They can just go there and get information. Or they can actually participate. Yeah, it'll, it's totally just up to them, whatever they like. But I'll, I'll be able to work with them will be able to do that. Cool. Exciting
1: times ahead. You are at the start of very exciting movement. And as we're winding down our conversation here, Jen, the sound bites are what gets people's attention, right? Sometimes if someone hasn't heard of you or or wants to know more about this sort of art therapy. Sometimes you want to figure out like a 30 or 60 second clip to really grab them. So to, to get people's attention, is there like a favorite quote or lesson of yours? Or is there any like sort of advice you'd wish you'd received 25 years ago? Anything come to mind as far as just like something quick that has just really stuck with you that we would like our audience to be thinking about moving forward?
0: Probably one of the biggest things for me is all things are possible. Nothing is impossible. So all things are possible when you believe. It's about having trust and faith belief that you can do whatever it is that you want to do, that you desire to do, that is written for you to do, for your destiny. So for me, it's about finding your destiny. So just know that everything is possible when you believe.
1: I love it. Trust plus faith, plus belief equals your destiny. And the destiny of the people watching and listening to this podcast, your destiny is to go to jenarthyonline.com. That is Jen with a G. We will see you there for more information, more details about how to let go and find that gratitude and those miracles in the self-expression in this acrylic painting, which we can now do only because we're living in this amazing time. And Jen is also a co-author in Ready, Aim, Succeed with Pat Mercedes, so also check out her chapter right away if you just feel like you you can't get out from behind this dark cloud. And if you want to see the light at the edge of the storm as that one painting was, and if you just know that it doesn't have to be this difficult, you don't have to suffer this much, and that comes with some of that self-awareness and some of that community and some of that help from others. So go over to jenarthyonline.com Go there right now and we'll see you there. And thank you, Jen, for stopping by and for helping us think through these really deep thoughts and opening up to us. I felt a lot myself and I
0: appreciate it very much. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. And guys, just know that there is light at the end of the storm, at the edge of the storm, and that you can actually live a great life even in this chaos that we're living today.